you like it when the guilty get what they deserve? Then well, yeah. this is the podcast for you. Really? So like, subscribe, and follow This Is True Really News, where we're guilty of hilariousness and frivolity. Not according to the one lady. Well, yeah, but... We're boring and not funny. That's just bad. Well, that would be closer to what we do, really. Please like and subscribe and follow This Is True Really News. That's all we're asking. It's and no. see if you can hoodwink your friends into doing that, too. That, too. Hoodwinking. It's the lost art. This is True Really News with Scott Combs and Tony Vercanis. All the news you're about to hear is true. Really? As far as you know. So, update on the feral cat thing. Story from... What was it? The the feral cat mafia? Was that some headline yeah, I saw r- Remind us how, how that one went a little <laughs> bit. Uh, two old ladies were feeding cats. Oh, okay. Strays. Yeah. They called them strays, but let's be honest. They're probably just feral beasts out looking for food, so they fed them. And what do feral cats do when they find food? Keep coming they, around. And bring their friends, their family, yeah. out-of-town relatives. Dude, you got to try this park. It's... Each cat had seven sacks. Each so they were they were going on, on, on. I am not doing math today. Yeah. I have worked a long seven days a week. That's like 58. Every week. Every week. I put in 58 hours every week. <laughs> it's atrocious. Just, just move on your story. Apparently, there's no slave labor laws for old people. So anyway, the two women were arrested and charged and the municipal judge <laughs> in a hearing that lasted for some reason all freaking day, found the two women guilty on all charges that started when they were caught feeding the trapping the cats. Right. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. You would Tump municipal judge Jeff Courtney, who must have just brought Rolades up to the eyeballs, <laughs> uh, sentenced 61 year old Mary Alston, 85 year old Bev Roberts, two years unsupervised probation and fifty dollar fines. <laughs> unsupervised have you seen what they've been doing unsupervised i'm just oh they also had to pay all the court costs for for each charge okay and then he suspended a 10-day sentence in jail for the two women (laughs) the watumka i'm I'm getting it it's either a stroke or a headache i'm not sure which maybe it's a stretic that's it or a croak Ooh. The unusual, that sounds like something you would, a musical instrument you play in Tibet. The unusual hearing lasted all day and featured testimony by three Wetumpka police officers. Hey, hey, hey. What? Hey. I'm playing no. my Herok. No, that's not a Herok. That's no. annoying. Okay. Where was I? Unusual hearing lasted all day. Why? Uh, three Wetumpka police officers testified, so did a county official, the director of a national organization dedicated to the care of feral cats. The mayor was on the stand, and there were others. Two old ladies feeding cats. This is like the major crime of the century in this Hamlet. Welcome to Colorado. Uh, well, they finally arrested someone. So, you know, yeah, Austin and Roberts both face charges of criminal trespassing. She's also charged with disorderly conduct and she faces charges of interfering with government operations. Everything here is a misdemeanor. What's going to happen is absolutely nothing. What's the big deal? I want to know, Was there is there some kind of, I don't know, uh, deal between the two women and some cat food company really there should be i mean think about it that would make more sense oh sure and if they combined all of this with an animal shelter or cat rescue or although the the (laughs) the younger lady alston no the younger lady was help me out younger thank you anyway the 61 year old said she was trapping feral cats and foster told her to stop or he would be she'd be arrested 
right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Video from the camera showed at least three patrol cars surrounding Alston's vehicles. No, oh, for Pete's sake. In the video, the question of the day was, you all have three cop cars because I'm feeding cats? <laughs> Ma'am, That cat's get, if that cat gets angry and loose, Oh, yeah. Yeah, you don't want to point it in the wrong direction because yeah. if it goes off. One of the cops also got slapped by one of the ladies who called him. <laughs> I'm not See, now, what I like is these women just, these women just like animals because mm-hmm. they're feeding cats and they know all the terminology for dogs, male or female. And, <laughs> and they used it. Probably should not call a policeman that, but hey. So basically all they got was a slap on each wrist, a very light one because they're old and fragile. Yeah, there you go. <sighs> William E. Jarvis identifies the Century Safe as the first modern time capsule due to its specified reopening date. Magazine publisher Anna Deem chose items including photos of government leaders and ink stands belonging to famous writers. Ink stands? What? Ink stands. Oh, the weird little things with the where you had yeah. the bottle of ink in it. Yeah, yeah. I used to have one of those somewhere around the house. It was. Uh, oh, I did. My dad did. Yeah. Well, he was, didn't really. His dad did. Yeah. Man. It's a family heirloom. We used to have it set up by the desk back here, but I don't know where it is now, so I can't. Okay. I'm sorry. Please carry this on. Was, there was something about an ink stain. This was all part of the 1876 Philadelphia Centennial Exposition. Okay. She okay. enclosed them in a five foot tall iron safe. I want you to think about that. Five foot tall iron safe, which she gave to the U.S. House of Representatives to reopen in 1976. That'd make a pretty good gun safe, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. Safe was stored on the Capitol's east portico for the next eight, count them, eight Eight? decades. One, two, 58. Yeah, there you go. There you are. When the time came to open it during the nation's bicentennial, uh, no one could remember where the keys were. Ain't that a kick in the head? <laughs> so they all they, this planning they, got the hell. They grabbed a locksmith and cracked it. <laughs> the locksmith? No, the the, two, the men oh. with all the belongings. <laughs> right there, poor bastard didn't even know what he was getting into. So, if you ever walked along a beach, you see the ocean, and if you walk along certain beaches, you find stuff. Dumped okay. on the beach, right? Oh, yeah, like sometimes it's octopuses. Sometimes you see dead marine creatures, you know, the odd mm-hmm. starfish. Mm-hmm. Although, is there any starfish odder than Patrick? Um, not that one, the one from SpongeBob, you bozo. Yeah, right. Yeah. Sit back down, Mr. Reed. Somebody <laughs> strolling a Brazilian beach found something they think is stranger than anything ever washed up. They think it's a skeletal hand from an alien. I love finding those on. Wait, the hang on. Dum dum dum. Dum dum dum. Dum 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 dum. They shared video of the find saying we think it's not human because of the size and the amount of bones. What could it possibly be? Well, how about not human? The footage shows a hand-shaped object with very long fingers. A flip-flop is held next to it to show just how big it is. The woman on the video says it's very big. We don't know what animal it is and if it's an alien, even worse. Uh huh. New York Post comments on the video included look like ET's hand, could be a mermaid, you know, all these standard, very helpful discussions. Could be one of them waterborne unicorns. <laughs> Another person came up with this one. 
Mm. Take it to a biologist because that isn't normal. Right. And the so biologist said? A marine biologist who was just going off the video yeah. said he's certain the bones aren't human. He thinks the hand likely is from a cetacean. It's an aquatic mammal like a dolphin or a whale. Well, he mm. said further tests are needed. His guess is that it's a dolphin since they are common in the area and often have two hands. Hmm. Inside their flippers? He didn't so, say that part. So they're wearing mittens. Yeah, and you know that, that little dorsal fin? That's yeah. hiding. You don't want to know what that's hiding. <laughs> <laughs> he, he feels the animal probably died about 18 months ago. Why would you possibly? Because I'm looking at it, and it looks like a hand. But, you know, with I don't know bone structure of aquatic beasts. So Sure. I was thinking it might be a penguin. They don't have hands either, dude. No, they're wearing mittens. No, they're... Mm, yes. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Missed they're it the only, by they're the what? only animal allowed to wear mittens to form a get together. There you go. Missed it by that much. How much? Well, let's see. Nineteen seventy until today. So fifty-eight years. Yeah, give or take. Way back in nineteen seventy, ecologists and environmentalists predicted the buildup of nitrogen, dust fumes, and other forms of pollution would make the air unbreathable by the mid-1980s. And they were obviously wrong on that. <laughs> all counts. <laughs> they predicted all urban dwellers would have to don gas masks to survive. Oh, no, that would have been cool. That particle clouds would block the majority of sunlight from reaching Earth. And yeah, that wouldn't be cool. Hey, wait, 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 what? wait, wait, wait. What? what? If we don't get sun and stuff, yeah. do we still get the snow? Uh, I think we'd have to. Damn. Uh, and that farm yields would drop as dust bottled out the sun, blotted out the bottled out the sun, blotted out the sun. Well, we kill out the skinny ones. In any case, however, at that time, the rate of air pollution had already been falling for most of the world, usually in the absence of dedicated no! policy changes. Damn it, I gave a good horror story going and you people mess it up with truth. Developments like air filtration, as well as an overall decline in household pollutants, like the smoke from cooking with coal or wood, greatly reduced the health risks of the particles that remained. Increased adoption of fossil fuels and electricity grids rather than traditional stoves accelerated the improvements. No. Wait a minute, you said fossil fuels, they're the great evil. How could they possibly be good? The more you know. This is True Really News. Send email to TITR at netradio.network.